0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Not About Chris podcast slash blurb slash mashup of things that I want to discuss. Today, we're recording episode 14, and I want to talk about a topic that I often have arguments about with my friends, and basically, the context is I'm an accountant, I'm a CPA by trade, so I often have finance-related conversation and arguments with my buddies, you know, and keep in mind also that my university friends are also accounting or finance related people. So it makes sense. Like we all have that in our head, in our brains somewhere like roaming. So we often have those convos, but to stop beating around the bush, if that's how the saying goes, the topic is whether to buy or to rent or to buy or to lease or to, to, I guess, accept a lump sum or receive an annuity or like a, a, a periodical amount like a weekly or monthly and that last one is a little bit confusing but I'm thinking about this scratchy you know there's a game you can like a lotto game you can scratch and if you win the jackpot you, you get you get to receive money every week or every month I think it's going it's called gagnant a vie in French in English I think uh, like winner for life or something like that so basically it sounds It sounds like amazing. You get paid monthly, you receive a check for the rest of your life. You know, people jump on that idea because you're not doing nothing and just collecting money, which it sounds great, but they actually offer you a lump sum amount as an alternative. You could choose to take like a half a million, a million, two million. I don't know how much the amount is, but they just tell you this is the amount you're getting lump sum and forget your, your weekly or monthly amount. And that's it. We call it a day. That's how they settle. And people think that's a stupid option because why wouldn't you want to get paid for the rest of your life? And again, this rest of your life is is a big quote unquote, because you don't know what they mean. You have to read the fine prints, obviously like do they mean until you actually die or is it like 60, 65 years old? Like you have to actually check, but there's a lot of like factors that come into play when making this decision. It's not just like oh yeah, I want to receive a check every month. Like it's so easy easy decision. You like it it depends on when did you win? Were you 40 years old? Do you have like a f- like a few decades left in you? Or did you win when you're when you were 20 and healthy and like you're ready to collect those checks on, uh, for a very long time, you know? So t- timing of when you win is actually a big factor in my opinion. And then if if you took any intro to finance or accounting class ever in high school or CGEP or university, you you should be a bit familiar with the concept of time value of money, where basically it means what it, what this theory means or says is that a dollar today is worth more than a dollar tomorrow. And it just makes sense because if you take a dollar today and you invest it at a specific interest rate. Basically, it'll be worth then whatever amount uh, you get tomorrow, you know, because there's inflation and it just screws your money down the line. Um, basically, yeah, inflation makes your dollar today uh, worth more than the dollar tomorrow, pretty much. So, so, yeah, that that's definitely a, a, a theory or a concept to keep in mind. You know, so that's why that's another reason why you should do the math to before making that jump, you know, don't just jump on the weekly pay. Maybe the lump sum makes more sense. But anyways, I'm going to wrap this one up and jump to the next argument, which is the buy versus rent or, or lease, which is more like likely because we don't win the lotto ever. So that whole thing, that whole part of the segment was kind of nobody's going to relate to it unless one of you guys win. I hope you guys win, but whatever. So buy versus rent that's one that's a definitely more tricky one you know I used to be pro buy all the time and the reason why is my brain is wired so that I enjoy owning owning things you know I hate I just hate I despise the idea of like paying a, a specific amount of money every month to another landlord for example just to have a roof over my head you know I would prefer buying and obviously, buying has a bunch of negative points, right? You have more you need more money up front. Uh, you have municipal taxes, school taxes. You have all kinds of maintenance to worry about. The responsibilities on you. You know, you're indebted like there's a lot of negative points of owning. However, there's a big motherfucking pro and that is you get a chance to profit from the appreciation of the real estate you, you purchased, right? If you bought a place for 300,000 and next year it's worth 400, like you're making bank with it, you know, no matter how much extra you put up front, it's it, it kind of paying off. You know what I'm saying? And this argument, this pro is very, very, has a lot of weight. You know what I'm saying? Like in, in the last two years, because everybody knows real estate has exploded. So that's why like historically I've been very pro buy, and very anti-rent. But then again, there are pros and, and cons for both. You know, it's not a black or white decision. And I used to think it was black or white. I used to think people that rent are dumbasses, but absolutely not. If you're renting, I'm sorry. You could be very smart. You know, there are situations where where renting is definitely more smart, you know, you have less responsibility, less money up front. You're not committed to anything. You could choose, pick and choose. You can move around. You're free. You know, there are a lot of pros that I failed to see before. And and, you know, like let's say you're more into stock investing. Why put money on real estate where you could put all that down payment on like Lightspeed, a good stock or, or some 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 good stock that could go up in value over time, you know, so or, or maybe you have a business and you, you'd rather Put all that down payment on your business instead of real estate because real estate kind of like locks your money in, kind of thing. You know, it makes you a lot less liquid. So, you know, there are pros and cons again, but I'm still, despite me being more knowledgeable and fair with my thinking when it comes to buy versus rent, I'm still more, I'm still the type of person that prefers to buy real estate rather than renting, you know. So, so yeah, that's the buy versus rent. I mean, I could talk about this for 20 minutes easily, but I'm just going to switch to the buy versus lease because I'm at seven minutes and 20 seconds. And I guess I just, I don't want to take forever, but buy versus lease is the same basically conversation, but with cars. Right? So, so you can re- lease a car and that's what a lot of people do. They, they pay, let's say their, what is the lowest lease you can get nowadays? Is it like 300 bucks, maybe a Honda civic? I don't even know maybe 250. I don't know what the lowest is okay. And the reason why I don't know is because I'm again here I'm more of a buy guy. Like I I don't care about driving the the most recent or newest car on the market. And that's the big pro of leasing, right? You get to drive the newest technology all, every every 3 five to 5 years whenever you, your lease like expires you get a new car from the dealership. That's a big pro. People buy that convenience. They pay out that convenience. It's, it's great. Me, I don't care about that. I'd rather buy a car that is that is a bit older, you know, like five, ten years. Uh, no, whoa, ten years is a bit too much, but like five, six years, four, five, six years. You know, I buy it secondhand, obviously, like coming back from a first round of, of, of lease, you know, like people, they lease the brand new car, they return it to the leadership, and I basically like buy it kind of thing. Or maybe it's a third generation, like whatever. I What I'm trying to say is I, I like buying used cars, not too old, obviously, uh, at a decent price. Like instead of paying, let's say, 30,000, I'll pay like 15, you know, already half price. Because the thing with cars is that they depreciate super fast initially, right? Like they lose half their value in the first, let's say, three to five years. So that's why I, I like the idea of of buying secondhand because I feel like the loss on the on the car is, has been assumed by someone else. Like I'm not taking the hit. Somebody else took the hit kind of, it's not exactly like that, how, how it works, but kind of. So, so I buy it for, let's say 15 and then I drive it for, let's say five years. There maybe more if I'm lucky and, and the car is great and I'm not an idiot on the road. And then the thing with buying and people forget about this is that you could sell it. You own it. You could sell it at the end for like, let's say $5,000 if you're lucky, you know, down the line after five years. So ultimately that card that you bought for 15 cost you 10, you know what I'm saying? And, and then let, let's say you take that 10, you split it over five years. If you do the math, it could potentially be cheaper to, to, to do something like that versus putting $300 a month every month for three years. Cause lease terms are what? Three to five years. No, I, I doubt they do three years anymore. They do four to five, four or five years, you know. So and three hundred dollars, I'm talking about like one of the lower, like cheaper leases. You know, some people pay five hundred, six hundred for for cars to drive. Let's say a nice Mercedes or a nice BM, you know, or a nice like uh, Audi Q8, whatever. So, so definitely there's two like two train of thoughts. And again, I used to think people who would lease were really s- like crazy, like I didn't I didn't I I couldn't rationalize it. But again, it's very gray. There's no black and white. There's no right answer. It really depends on what you do. And like, for example, um, one of the big good arguments I find for leasing is if you're uh, self-employed or if you work for a company that allows you to have like um, employee expenses and you could put your car on there or like gas, uh, like your actual lease amount. Like if you're able to, well, basically if you're self-employed, if you, if you're able to deduct your lease amount on your business, I think that's one of the best, the best reason to lease a car. You know, other than that, I'm not too sure. I, I, again, if you don't mind driving the newest car, I think, uh, buying is the best, but basically that's, that's the idea. Um, wow well, I just checked the clock. It's been 11 minutes and 30 minutes, but again, I could talk about this for half an hour, but I can't according to the rules already 11 minutes and 30 seconds is overboard. But, uh, I'm just going to invite you all to, if you want to discuss this further and have this debate with me, uh, we can go through all the pros and cons. I know me and my boy, John and Alex Davidson, John Goulieris, we often have this conversation and we never agree because <laughs> like I'm by John, for example, is more lease and rent type of person, but he has definitely amazing reasons for it. And I have reasons to go against, but feel free to come talk to talk about this with me. And uh, I'm going to cut it off. Uh, The moral I think is implicit in this episode. Um, So there's not one at the end, but hope you enjoyed it. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.